Ja, 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 ja. Hello, hello. Hello. Is anybody home? <laughs> What's up, y'all? Welcome to the show, Pal Menu, where we break the bun. To feed your mind and soul. Yes, sir. So you already know what it is, man. If you listen to episode one, it's all about the momentum. Start something and don't stop. Just keep going. So run it. Run it. So now we off to episode two, man. We're going to talk about commitment. Yep, that's a big thing, y'all. Big, big thing. Jeezy, what that mean to you, man? I mean, making a commitment, that means, you know, is like dedicating yourself to something, to someone. Something of an action where you feel like you're going to get somewhere, you know? Because being committed, like, you really have to put all your energy into that specific action. And without no action, you ain't going to get nowhere. Especially your goals, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, for sure. You need a lot of discipline to stay committed. For sure, for you sure. Know, sometimes, like, I will have to say for myself, like, I could stay committed to something, right? Like, for example, um, in a way, I technically kind of have four jobs. Really only two, but technically four, because I have my day job, my night job, and then, as well, have photography and podcasting. So I have four things, four places to commit to. And it honestly does take a lot of brain power and um, energy just to even stay afloat, stay afloat, stay inspired, stay motivated. Because there's days where I'm just man, like, fuck all this. I don't want to do this right now. Mm -hmm. Or I'm just trying to chill. I want to relax because I only have, let's say, four hours to myself or let's say even two hours to myself. I'm not trying to do no work right now. I want to I want to chill. Yeah. But I also got to think to myself and remind myself, like, I put myself in a position to where I have to work. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. So if I don't get my stuff done, whether it's um, I don't, even something as simple as charging my equipment, my batteries, or um, putting my clothes away, or making my bed, or getting myself set up the night before to get ready for the next day, whether it's meal prepping, um, laying out my clothes, whatever I need to bring with me, uh, making sure I have gas for the next day. All those things count. Like it, It's all a part of the process of holding yourself accountable and staying disciplined. That way you don't fall behind. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree on that. I mean, you never want to be fall behind because that means instead of you moving forward, you're going to be like 10,000 steps backwards. And you don't want that, you know? Yeah. Just because you're not... Just because you're not walking backwards doesn't mean that you don't have to catch up. Like, the, there's always going to be a time where you have to catch up with yourself. Even if you feel like you're ahead, there's always something that's going to be in the way or somewhat stop you, halt you, put you on a pause because it's only human. Life happens. Things happen. Like, you just never know. But you just got to keep it moving forward. Even if you have to catch up, start running. Run. Exactly. <laughs> start running. <laughs> start running. So today for commitment, we want to introduce you guys to the five pillars that, you know, we think are very valuable to a commitment, which is faith, finance, family, fitness, and fun. Not in that particular order, but those are just five areas of, let's say, a foundation that helps uh, support you. And shoot, let's just talk about, let's talk about faith first. Oh, yeah. Faith is uh, that's something really close to my heart because I'm, you know, I really believe that there is some type of God. There's some type of outer source out there that actually just watches over us that, you know, whatever we put out there, it comes back to you. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you really got to focus on the fact that just because things are not going your way, 
just because you feel like you're not where you need to be doesn't mean you got to give up. Um, you got to stay committed to that because like they always say, um, God does not give you things you cannot handle in front of you. And if you are going through the trenches, if you're going through the storms, you're going to see a rainbow. You're going to see a pot of gold at, at the end of that. And, you know, you just got to really just stay committed to the fact that there is somebody looking out for you because everything happens for you, not to you. You know what I'm saying? So you really just got to keep your head really up there. Like you have to be strong headed sometimes, you know, and um, when times get rough, you know, you always got to look up in the, the sky and just be like, hey, I know what you're doing for me. It's challenging me to become better. But, you know, whatever you, you put in my face or whatever it lands on my lap, everything's going to be all right. Yeah. I got this. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's sure. facts. How is it? Uh, how would you say faith has personally helped you? Because for you, you're a believer in God, right? Oh yeah, big so believer. So, in that sense, in a let's say in a more personal aspect, how has keeping your faith in God helped you? Um, it helped me in so many ways because when I feel like there's nobody else I could turn to, He listens, regardless okay. if I say it out loud or if I say it in my mind and my heart. I know that whatever I'm going through is because it's making me become better. And the fact that, you know, there's somebody always looking out for you, regardless if you don't believe or not, somebody is always looking out for you. Oh, yeah. You know yeah, man, that's hella dope. I hella feel you on that for sure. Um, as for me, like, um, if you really were to relate it to anything, right, not just God, because there's people out there that don't believe in God. There's people that are out there that believe in multiple gods and so on and so forth. So if you really were to break that down into a general aspect, like keeping your faith in, let's say your energy, keeping a faith in the universe, keeping your faith in the power that you hold, you know, all those little things you can pertain to yourself and not just God. Like if you need a vent, you need somebody to talk to, it's time to woosaw, relax, meditate. You can do that with yourself. Talk to yourself about it. So like, you know, there's, there's people that believe in multiple gods, people that don't believe in any God. Uh, there's people that just believe in like the energy that you put out into the universe and that's totally fine There's nothing wrong with that. You know, you're free to believe in whatever you believe in have faith in whatever you have faith in and uh, With that going like it, it ties into something that actually you taught me Jeezy like mm -hmm. Talk to your inner child mm -hmm. That yes. that has helped me a lot uh, so much because growing up I grew up in a family where uh, me and my grandparents will go to church every Sunday. We pray every night. We pray before we eat. Um, and it was just kind of like a, we had the whole religious thing. Like we Filipino, you know, we have that, that 40 days of prayer when someone dies and all that stuff. So we had all our, like, what was it like the Santa, Santa Ninos, mm -hmm. all the, the, uh, the Guadalupe's and stuff like that. We had that all around the house. And, um, after my grandparents had left to the Philippines, it kind of left me into a position where God wasn't in my life anymore because I saw God through them in a way. That was my perspective. So my touch with God was always through them and them not being in my life at a young age. They left when I was, I think it was, I was like probably eight years old. And from there, like whatever, what I was going through, whether it was rough times with the family, uh, rough times in my social life, being in school or just even, you know, just things that happen. It's being human, you know. Um, I started getting really mad and I started to blame God in a sense. Like, why are you doing this to me? Why are you making me go through this? And I kind of felt lost. I had no type of uh, path or um, goal for a destination. 
And at that point, I just started looking at God like, you know, he's not there. He's he's fake or he, he's not he, he's not shit. Like he doesn't really do anything. Like it's just something that you you hear about in the book. And then coming to a point in time where I started growing up and learning a lot more and uh, getting to different arts and crafts and other situations that are negative or positive. And it kind of kept my faith up and it started rebuilding. And I was like, man, whether there's a God out there or not, you know, thank you. I'm just putting that out in the universe. Just thank you. You know, sometimes I would pray or meditate, however you want to look at it. Um, and then came to a point in time where I talked to Jeezy and she told me like, man, you got to learn how to talk to your inner child. And I was like, what? Your inner child? She was like, yeah, learn how to talk to your inner child. Whenever you feel like you need to talk to somebody, when you feel like you're going to lash out, whenever you feel like you're just down and out and you just need some, even if you need some space, just like make sure that you are okay. Because for a lot of people, um, a lot of their problems tend to stem from their childhood, the things that they've been through, mm -hmm. the words that were said to them. Because those type of things get somewhat engraved into you. Because as a, you know, as a young person, um, you kind of you believe these things that people say to you. Whether oh you're fat, you're ugly, oh you're you're gay, you're you're this, you're that, and really it's all people's opinions. So when I started to learn how to talk to myself, my inner child, um, growing up as an only child, I didn't really have a lot of people to talk to. Um, of course, I had cousins, I had my parents, I had other family members, but generally I was always alone. And I never really was able to understand what it's like to express my feelings besides through poetry. I would write. And there'll, there'll be times where let's say internally I feel like I'm in a corner or I feel like um, I'm in a shadow and everybody's against me or um, there's times where I feel like I need attention because I'm, I'm about to lash out like I'm losing my cool you know I'm, I'm boiling over my, and I'm just super upset super mad or anxious or um, whatever the case is when I breathe and I just sit back and I start talking to myself within my head I just start venting to myself like thinking about the things that I want to say to people and thinking about the things that need to be said and I want to hear I start talking to my child and I'll tell myself like hey everything is okay like those things that you're crying about those things that you're upset about it's all temporary because if you think about it tomorrow is probably not even going to mean anything it's not yeah sure words hurt yeah sure things happen and actions take place which are sometimes unexplainable and you can't really do anything about it and it sucks. But at the end of the day, you have to comfort yourself because nobody's gonna be there for you like you're gonna be there for you. So whether there's a God or no God or you're keeping faith in just the energy you put out into the universe, keep that faith because if you do good, people will do good to you. Mm-hmm, agreed. That, damn, that was deep. Yeah. But moving on to the next pillar, because you brought it up, you know, me and Zilla over here are the only child. So we're a, a big fan or really big on family. Um, I know personally for me, family is, it means a lot to me because growing up as an older ch only child, I didn't have no older or younger siblings. I didn't have, you know, oh, you know, wait for your ate or kuya or whatever to like do whatever for you. It was literally just me. And when it was just me, it's just, you fig you have to figure out how and what works for you. Because if you don't, 
then you're just going to be lost. And being lost just means you're not, you have like nowhere to go. And mm. then it just carries on until you're older. Um, I realized that family to me, um, growing up, I was passed around a lot because, you know, family was really big in my family. Um, yeah, we may be small, but it's just the fact that they gave me the love and the tenderness that, you know, as you care for, as if all of my aunties, cousins and everybody, I was their own. And so I really appreciated that. So when I, growing up, it's just like, when I see people, I want to care for them as much as I was cared for when I was little, because I feel like everybody needs love. Everybody need care. Everybody just needs somebody to lean on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. So that's that family and faith are probably the two biggest pillars for me on why I stay committed to my goals and just really just want to make everybody proud. You know what I'm saying? Cause to be honest, I know a lot of us out here, we hate being disappointments or being known as the disappointment, quote unquote, like, you know, yeah. and it kind of bums you out because it's like, damn, like, can I not do anything right? Yeah. Be a disappointment or be a black sheep of right, the family. Exactly. Or like be a failure or yeah. whatever. Like, nah, that doesn't fly, fly with me. And so this is why, um, when I do like write my goals and my, uh, commitments, it's just like, I have to really keep in route on what I need to go and where I need to be because there's a lot of people that look up to me or look at me because no no matter what you do there's eyes everywhere mm-hmm. like even on your phone the government's listening you feel me <laughs> but like real talk though like everywhere you go there's eyes on you regardless if you know the person or not or whatever situation you're in like there's always eyes on you because I'm fine as fuck I mean I'm, I'm just play <laughs> hell nah <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying so family for me is really it's really huge and uh I really, like, appreciate the fact that I was brought up in a family where, you know, you you go through your struggles, but you have to keep carrying on. Like, mm-hmm. there's no bullshitting with that. Like, and especially f- for me, like, my mom, she always tells me, like, why the fuck you crying? Like, fix it. Don't cry. You're wasting your tears. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know what? You're right. Stop being a little bitch. You know? Period. Period. So anyone out there, like... You just got to think about it this way. No matter what you go through, no matter what you have, family or not, regardless if they're blood or not, someone will care for you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Someone always will care for you. You feel me? Like, look, me and Zilla ain't related, but he's like my little brother, man, like from another mother on some real. Mm-hmm. I make sure he has to fix his bed every goddamn day or else I'm going to be mother effing mad. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah. our that's our mom. I always be like, hey, did you fix your bed? He's like, yeah, I did. <laughs> and it's like, are you really sure? He's like, yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> or sometimes you're like, oh, man, nah, my bad. I woke up late, man. I was rushing. But hey, it is what it is. You know, every day is not going to be perfect. Every day is not going to be set up the way you want it to, to be set up. But um, yeah, really going into it, man. Like, don't get it twisted, y'all. We're talking about being only child. But I know some people, like, whether they're friends or family, like, I know some people that are that have siblings but they feel just as alone as I do or just as alone as the next person. And it just, you know, it's sad to say, you know, like you don't get along with your siblings, brother, sister, but hey, it is what it is. You know, that's a, that's also a learning process you got to take into account to where, you know what? It's not about them though. It's not about them. It's about you. So you got to focus on you. If you really want to help you provide for your family, whether they're friends or actually blood related, family is family. So, you got to focus on you because you can't really help other people if you can't help yourself. 
is only to a certain extent. If you're half-assing yourself, you're only half-assing the other people as well. Because, sure, you can help somebody, let's say, move out the house. Yeah, totally fine. That's an objective mission accomplished. Done. Moved out the house. But mentally, are you okay? No. Emotionally, are you okay? No. Then the person you're helping, if you think about it, you're just lying to their face. Mm-hmm. So how genuine are you really being with the with your people, with your folks, friends or family? How genuine are you really being with them? Mm-hmm. If they ask you, you're okay, and you say yes, but you're really not, oh, I get it. You know, sometimes you don't want to talk about something or you just don't want to be a negative Nancy, party pooper, whatever. But you got to check that shit. If you're not okay, you're not fucking okay. Mm-hmm. And that is okay because that means there's something you need to work on. And going into the process of my family, like, there's a lot of different dynamics that go into my family. But uh, to keep it short and simple, growing up, um, even though my parents were together, all separated. And I would move back and forth from my mom and my dad, going to Antioch, going to South City, going to Daly City, going to Vallejo, going all over the Bay Area and stuff just to be with my parents. And... um, for a good minute, we didn't have our own roof above our own heads. So I would live with my cousins. I go live, sleep over here, sleep over there. And um, being an only child, like I was in a new school every year. Every year I was in a new school. Like I was the new kid every single time. So it really kind of closed me off from making new friends. Like, of course, I'll be cool with people, make friends. But in reality, I was just like, all right, you know, this, this is my this is my crew for the year. Next year, we're going to have to redo this again. The next year, and then redo it, redo it, redo it. So when it comes to family, like, there's only a handful of people within my family that I am related to that I would say I really fuck with. You know, let's keep it let's keep it real now. Like, a lot of the family members that I have in my family, yeah, sure, I got love for them and everything, but it's it's there's a very, very silver lining because, in a way, I felt like, a lot of these people weren't really there for me. There wasn't really no big family things that go, that happened, like family events, um, family functions. We didn't have a lot of those growing up. Like it would just be very small, immediate people, and that's just always how it was. So growing up, my family was truly my friends. For example, Jeezy, and other people too. When I say somebody is my brother, that's my brother. I don't have no siblings. If I call somebody my brother, I really mean it to the fullest extent. I take that to heart. I'll treat you like my own. If I call you my sister, same goes for you. So if I call you my brother or my sister, you best believe you're not going to hear no type of filter come from me. If you acting like a little bitch, I'm going to bro, you acting like a little bitch right now, bro. You my sis, sis. What's wrong with you? You acting like a little bitch. Same shit. It goes both ways. And I treat you like my own. Everybody's equal. You family, you family. Bro, blood related don't make you family. We just relate it. Family is based off of friendship, in my opinion. So if that's what I want to focus on when it comes to family, I got to make sure I'm good so I could help my other people too. Because as long as I'm grinding, as long as I'm working hard, staying focused, disciplined, committed to what I have to do, the people around me are going to be attracted to that energy. So I'm helping them regardless, even if we're not talking at the moment. I don't have to talk to Jeezy for, let's say, two weeks. But if she knows I'm doing my thing, I'm grinding, I'm hustling, I'm working hard, she's going to do the same exact thing because we're mirroring each other's energy. And that's what it's about. So focus on your family in that type of way. Yeah.
Yeah, exactly, man. So, man, family, 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 family. Now let's talk about finance. Yup, exactly. Because some family be trying to take your money, money. man. Yup, and trying to play you. But something to be really committed on with finance is the fact that you got to make sure you have money to to do something. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, I get it. You know, there's a time and place to have, you know, you want to spend here and there. But really, though, like, why why do people spend what they don't have? You know what I'm saying? I mean, personally, for me, like, I know for a fact, like, it's nice to treat yourself. You know what I'm saying? It's cool to treat yourself once in a while, you know, splurge here, splurge there. But not like every paycheck you blow your whole paycheck and then you say you broke again. Right. Like. Why don't you ever just sit down, look at what you spend, your monthly expenses, you know, like what bills you got to pay, you know, what what can you spend extra and what can you save? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, it's better to be safe than sorry. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, if you don't have the funds for it, you you won't be scrambling. You're going to get nowhere. And then you're going to probably ask your family, your friends. And then the fact that you say, oh, I'm going to owe you back. I got you. Instead of being broke... And having to ask people to borrow money like, oh, yeah, I got you next time. Like, why don't you stay committed to yourself where it's like, you know what? In this paycheck, I'm going to just put X, Y, and Z amount of money away. So I know that for a rainy day, if I truly need the money, I have the money to do whatever I need to do. You know, it's like, I get it. We're in a pandemic. We All we want to do is surf the web. I want to be on Amazon Prime. Oh, I want to get the latest shoes. Oh, I want to do this. But in reality... Are you going to care about those things in a couple of years or even a few days? Actually, mm-hmm. I go in front like I'm a big shoe head myself. But looking at my room, I got no space. Like all my shoes are just collecting dust, which I I do love my shoes and all. But like, for example, that's just one thing. Like, that's my problem It's like I love buying shoes. And it's like, you know what? 2021, I told myself if I don't really need them, I ain't going to buy them. That's facts. Yeah, you got like three pairs of black shoes already. Right, you exactly. You fourth one? Exactly. And especially like, you know, with the latest J's and whatnot, they come out the same style, but in different colors. Unless you really, really want them, then okay. But if you have them in all types of rainbow colors, don't do it. It's okay. Because you know what? Later down the road, you're probably going to get the same pair. They're going to come out again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's just kind of one of those things where it's like, you really got to look at it and say... Let's say, okay, let's say 11s, Jordan 11s, right? Damn near everybody, especially if you like sneakers, everybody knows what a Jordan 11 is. Mm-hmm. So you say you have your breads, your cool grays, your space jams, your 7210s, and you have your what, the, the Jubilees, yeah. right? So let's say you have breads and you have 7210s. They're both, let's say, pretty good condition, gently used. Technically, you don't need another pair of black shoes, especially mm-hmm. 11s. Right. So are you going to get the Jubilees? Right. I ain't going to lie. I've had the money. Hell yeah. Yeah, exactly. I want it. I want it. But do I need it? No. Nope. Why? Because let's say I had those two pair of 11s, right? The, let's say 7210s and the breads. But then I might have a pair of all black 97s, Air Max 97s. Right. So that's three pair of black shoes. Mm. And then what? I might have some black Air Forces. Is, yep. You know, keep that same energy. Mm-hmm. That's already four pairs. Do I need a fifth? So it just all goes into that, man. And like, that's where it comes into the point where you got to divide necessity from desire. Mm -hmm. If you look at necessity and desire, if you 
really were to live by your bare minimums in modesty, you don't need over half the shit that you have. Mm -hmm. You really don't. But as a commodity, you purchase the things that you want and you purchase the things that you're going to utilize. So if you have a use for it, go for it. Do what you got to do. If there's something you want, shoot, save up for it or buy it, but figure out a way to make that money back. Mm -hmm. Don't just buy it and be like, oh, well, you know, there goes 200 right there. Nah, spend that 200 and be like, all right, cool. Now I got to sell these pair of shoes to make that back. Exactly. Or I got to sell this. I got to do a photo shoot. I got to, let's say, put in uh, four hours of OT at work. Make that money back. Don't just sit there and be like, ah, oh, you know, I'm down 200 now. And then mope about it. Yeah. Right. That don't make sense. It is what it is. You know, you, I can't tell you what to do with your money. You're your own person. It's your money. You spend it however you want. But I feel like if you have to, if you really want to focus on your finances, man, you got to teach yourself how to save. You know, let's say you make $1,000 every two weeks. Just hypothetical. 1000 bucks. If your bills takes up 40%, now you're down to 600 bucks for those two weeks. And you want a pair of shoes. That's, let's say, 200 bucks, 220 because of the tax. 220 and then you're already down 400 because of bills so 220 400 620 now you what you're down to what 380 mm -hmm. ah 380 until for my next weeks? for my Sheesh. next paycheck uh can you make that last is that enough for your gas is that enough for your food is that enough to go out to eat and grab some other stuff or maybe grab some essentials like shaving cream body soap shampoo is that enough money for you because i feel like by the end of the two weeks you may be broke because you just got to you just got to really have a sense of. Am I saving money just to save money or am I saving money for a purpose? Mm -hmm. If you have if you save money for a purpose, there's nothing that's going to stop you. Mm -hmm. If you think about it, for me, I'm saving money for a new car. I only spend money on things that I need to buy. And or things that I feel like it's very uh, useful and resourceful for me, a tool. Other than that, I'm not buying no more new clothes, not buying no more new shoes, not more, nothing that's really just like, or not, let's say like video games. I'm not buying video games. Yes, I'm not yeah. buying a new TV. I'm not buying none of that stuff. It's just really what I need for my day to day basis. Mm -hmm. So focus on your finances, man, because money is a tool. Money is the root. To all evil, as people say, but money can't buy you happiness. Yep. It cannot. Money is a tool. If if you utilize money in the proper way, you'll be happy. Oh, you'll, you'll be, be happy. happy. For sure. <laughs> and utilizing it in the right way starts with your mentality. Mm-hmm. Another big pillar that follows after it would be fitness. Because fitness does cost money too. Yeah. To eat right, eat healthy. It, it costs more than fucking eating McDonald's yeah. to have your meal prep set up and everything to have to even eat one good meal that's considered as healthy will be, let's say, even 10 more dollars in a freaking McDouble. Mm -hmm. And a McDouble's only what? One one fifty or something? Two dollars. Yeah. So money. And fitness. Yep. <laughs> um, I I am personally relatable to fitness because um staying consistent with your fitness is not only is healthy for you but it keeps you sane i know for me it keeps me sane like waking up early just to work out you know we get your mind right start your day in a positive note like 
maybe the night before you had a rough night you know you and your partners are fighting or you know you lost your job or whatever but like fitness will always be there you know like yeah fitness could cost you a whole ton of money but if you have the right resources fitness could be free even just walking outside doing some yoga having you know having an accountability partner like a fitness partner it's like make sure you're doing what you got to do you don't always have to spend money on fitness you know what i'm saying like for me like yeah i spend extra couple bucks just for like my supplements only because i want to enhance my fitness but once you become committed to your fitness and you see the results that you get man you'll be blown away like for me i i started this whole fitness journey way back when and i was never really committed because i realized i was like i ain't got time for this but then thank god for the pandemic not saying it's a good thing but one one pro to the pandemic is the fact that being at home i was able to have more time than before mm-hmm. and not only that you're getting physically strong but also mentally strong because if you can stay committed for the first 30 days for the next 60 days the next 90 days man imagine you're you're not going to stop because it becomes like an addiction in yeah. a good way you know what i'm saying and so you know being committed to your fitness it's like how much more do i got to do to lose that extra few pounds or gain that muscle it's like man the way i look in the mirror you feel good because mm-hmm. it's like you're not that chubby person no more you're not that skinny person no more it's like what you see and how you feel you know on the outside will make you for sure feel better on the inside you know what i'm saying yeah and in the long run you're protecting yourself because you don't want to have no health issues none of that shit like when you get older because it, you know what we gonna be real when you get older it's hard yeah, like, if you really think about it, too, health is wealth, right? Oh, yeah, for but sure. See, if you're not healthy and you have all this wealth, what are you going to do? You Pay for I mean? your Let's medical say, bills. You could be a millionaire, and say, at 30 years old, but then if you're going to die at 32, you're not even really living out right. the work that you put in. Exactly. So you have to be healthy, in a sense, to be able to really enjoy the work that you put in as you're younger. Mm-hmm. So... And this, this even goes for people that are older that are listening to this, whether you're fucking 40, 50, 60... If you could focus on your health, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what age you are. Focus on your health because it will bring you to a healthier state of mind to where you can really sit back and look at it and be like, man, all this work paid off. Mm-hmm. And it's not even just about looking good in the mirror. It's about feeling good within yourself. Yep. And like for me, um, again, so since I'm working two jobs, I work uh, about equivalent to average 80 hours a week so that's double so i got two full-time jobs um i work from 5 30 a.m all the way to 10 30 p.m and within that 16 to 18 hour shift i only have two 30 minute breaks sounds crazy but it is what it is no excuses i'm doing it um with that going on as well as um podcasting and photography I don't really have a lot of time to exercise. Sure, I could wake up 30 minutes earlier. Sure, I can go to sleep 30 minutes later. Yeah, I could do those things, but I have to also keep in mind, sleep is a part of my health. Mm -hmm. So if I'm only getting two hours of sleep, three hours of sleep, why am I going to cut it down to one and a half or two and a half? I have to make sure I get enough sleep to keep myself going throughout the days. So what I do to focus on my fitness is um, make sure what I drink, is only let's say whatever i drink is going to be sugar-free there's no carbs little to no carbs 
So if I get like a fruit drink, fruit flavored drink, I'll drink a buy because it only has like one carb in it and then less than one gram of sugar. Or I'll just stick to the water. Or I'll get a Gatorade Mio and put that in my water to have flavored water. I'll put some lemon in my water, something like that, just to give some extra flavor. So I'm not just so stuck on uh, another glass of water, mm -hmm. you know? So I focus on that. And on top of that, I'm also trying to focus on my diet with my meal prepping and everything, making sure I'm consistent with my intermittent fasting when I eat from only 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. That's the only time frame I'll eat. From the rest of the time, I can't eat nothing. Only only water, liquid. Um, that's another way I focus on fitness is making sure that my meals are right throughout the day. So I'm not just ordering fast food or I'm not picking up something really quick to eat. I'm not snacking on no like 16 gram sugar granola bar. like. Those things, even though it's claimed to be healthy because it has fiber and it might have some dried fruits and everything, but it's really all sugar. It's all sugar. So that's another thing. So make sure you're just eating right and drinking right. That's that's simple step going into focusing on your fitness. If you don't have the time, or if you don't, um, or if you don't feel like it's feasible to make the time to exercise just because you're so busy. Just focus on what you eat because even at then, whether you shed a couple pounds, you may even shed 10 pounds. You may shed even more than that just because of your daily routine. Mm -hmm. But it's more of the fact that you're not making yourself, in a sense, unhealthier. Mm -hmm. I mean, shoot, we're dying by the second. Yeah. But let's slow the process down. Mm -hmm. If that, if that, let's say, let's say that cigarette, you want to smoke that cigarette, let's say it takes off a year of your life. Shoot, how many times are you going to keep smoking a cigarette? I feel like 20 cigarettes could add up, right? Mm -hmm. If, uh, let's say, a pack of 20 pack of chicken nuggets that can give you high cholesterol, et cetera, et cetera, yada, yada, and now your arteries are clogged and um, you're aimed to have a heart attack in the next five years. So you're going to eat another pack of chicken nuggets? Mm -hmm. Oh, let's, let's have a heart attack in four years now. Right. You know what I mean? So if you think about it that way, it's like, oh, snap. Okay, I'm not going to the gym. I'm not working out in the morning or at night or in the middle of my day. But at least I'm eating good and I'm eating healthy. Because the times where you don't, it's not going to set you back so far. Mm -hmm. You can have that cheat meal. You can have that, that little splurge, that little indulgence. Oh, I want to slice that chocolate cake. Or I want to eat a bacon cheeseburger today. By all means, go for it. Mm -hmm. It's your body. Do your thing. But at least you're not eating it, let's say, three times a week or every day because McDonald's is right down the street from your, your workplace. Mm -hmm. You know, focus on the little things. It mm -hmm. all adds up. Exactly. So as you can tell, there's two different sides of fitness where I'm more of like, let's get it going, be all physical. And, and Zillow over here is all about, you know, eating healthy. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're trying to give you a lot of perspectives on, on each aspect because it's like, not one side is better than the other. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so with that, we want to keep it on a brighter note. You know, we, we covered, what, family, fitness, finances, and last one? Uh, family, fitness, finance, and faith. Uh, faith. And then the last one is fun. fun. You feel me? Fun. Fuck yeah. Fuck the bullshit. <laughs> you know, you got to have fun with it. Like, yeah, we were being a little serious for the other four pillars, but have fun with it, man. Have fun with what you can do. You know what I'm saying? I know we're... 
like I said before, we're in a pandemic and, you know, a lot of things are closed, but like have fun with it. Like have a game night, um, you know, have that cheat meal, uh, you know, splurge a little bit because like what, what Zilla said is like indulge a little bit and it's okay. Like don't punish yourself just because you feel like, no, I gotta be this. I gotta be that. I gotta be this. Like, no, you know, without no fun, you ain't gonna run. Oh yeah. You you, You need to balance all these things. Fun is the fifth pillar for all four pillars that we just talked about. That one is the main foundation for all four of those. With fun, you have your fitness, right? If you like if you like playing basketball, play My ball. Best, yep, it's activities, exactly. it's fitness, you're having fun. If you like uh I don't know, fucking hopscotch, do hopscotch. You know, for uh finances, find your passion, do something mm-hmm. that you like doing. If you if you think it's fun to work on cars, change someone's oil, do that. It's all good. If you think it's fun to look at the analytics of what you spend in the month and then you try to divide it into where how I can save more money. If you feel like that's, in a sense, fun to each its own, do what you got to do. Have fun with it. Play with the numbers. Apply some type of enjoyment to everything that you do. Mm-hmm. Have the positive outlook on it. Have optimism. Um, let's see, what's the other one? Family. Yep. Family. Like like Jeezy said, have a game night. Call up and check up on people. Hey, I don't know. You want to play a game of 2K? Or, oh, hey, you want to meet up? Let's go get some food. Or you want to go walk around the lake? Right. Uh, just do something. Have fun, you know, and enjoy the time you have with your people. Um, what's the other one? Faith. Um, faith. Uh, have faith. Uh, fun and faith. Um, shoot. If you like Sunday service, <laughs> enjoy it. Exactly. If, if you're the type of person that likes to pray and quiet, do that. If you're the type of person that loves to sing, like, I don't know, like, yes, God, yes, Lord, <laughs> yes, Lord, yes. You know, you clapping your hands, you're in the spirit. You in the mode. Do that. Yeah. Have fun. If you if you find enjoyment, putting good energy into the world, making people smile, making people's day, you know, just because it makes your day easier and, it, and it's enjoyable, that's fun to me. Yeah, exactly. Fuck it. Positivity is fun. So... Because negativity ain't for show fun. No, 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 no. Negativity, you can miss me with it. Yeah, exactly. Same for the Uh, bird. Yeah, exactly. So those are the five pillars to work on when you're dealing with commitment. You got to commit to every single five pillar. And you can't just focus on one and then focus on the other, then focus on the other. You're going to be all imbalanced. Because your finances might be up, but your family relationship might be down. Exactly. Your fun might be up, but then your faith might be down. You got to balance everything. That way you can grow and synchronize with yourself. And you're not ahead and you don't have to catch up. You have to live in the moment in order to become the future. Exactly. All right, guys. So here are a couple tips to stay committed to your goals. You feel me? First of all, set a goal. Like stay committed because you need to look forward to something, right? Yeah. Am I right? Two, revisit your goals all the time. Regardless if you write in a notebook Write it on your iPhone or smartphone or whatever, or even put it on your calendar that you see every day. Oh, yeah. Revisit it because you know what? Sometimes the time just passes and you don't even realize you hit your goal. Yep. So it's like, okay, now that I hit this goal, how can I get to the next one? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh. Before, I don't mean to cut you off, uh-huh. but revisiting your goals, that is actually something that is very, very, very key because if you revisit your goals every day, whether it's once a day or twice a day, for me, I like to revisit once in the morning, once at night. If you revisit your goals, you'll be surprised. You'll either start knocking those goals out mm-hmm. or your goals are going to change. Yep. The next day, you might be looking at this, oh, I need five grand in one month, right? 
but then you keep working at it, working at it, working at it. And next thing you know, one of those days you wake up, you'd be like, oh snap, I need 10 grand. So let me fix, uh, let me fix my steps to get there. And now you have a new goal set, but you're on the same mentality. It's go, 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 run it. Mm -hmm. Run so, it. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. No, no, you're good. I was, see, that's, that's what I'm talking about. This partnership is lit. Um, the third is set routines for yourself. Mm -hmm. See what works and what doesn't work for you. Because, you know, what routine could work for Zilla doesn't work for me and vice versa. And don't look at other people's routines because they ain't you and you ain't them. So don't look at that. Look at you. Focus on you. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the next one is stay inspired. Like, I know that's hard sometimes, especially with the things are going on right now and it's like it's hard it's like there's days you want to just be lazy be a couch potato or whatever but like you just really got to find what zilla said earlier your passion what drives you what makes you keep going every single day the next one look at the big picture mm -hmm. sometimes it's okay to look at the small things but in reality those small things add up to something big that you created that you painted because if you think about it you can't repaint over the picture you painted that you wanted you know what i'm saying you always got to think of it every day as a blank canvas that you get to, you know, draw, paint, whatever you want to create your story to get to where you need to be with your goals. Um, lastly, um, is, you know what? Stay accountable. You know why? Yep. Like, if you stay accountable, guess what? You're going to be set on your course. You know what? You're not going to really be burnt out. You know why? Because you got something that's holding you accountable to make sure you get to where you, got, you need to be. Like, Zilla Fashaw is my accountability partner, like, and vice versa. Like, we make sure, like... I always ask him, what you got plan on going for the day? He tells me, and I said, all right, at the end, I check in on him. Did you do it? No. Or, yeah, I did it. Okay. So, what can we do tomorrow so that you could attain the goals you had yesterday? Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Cool. So, having that accountability, whether it's a person or your smartphone or an alarm or whatever that tells you, oh, I need to take this X, Y, and Z at this time, you know, it keeps you more grounded because it's like something is actually watching you. Like I said before, you got eyes everywhere. It don't everywhere. matter. Everywhere. Regardless of where glasses, contacts, 2020 vision, <laughs> you got eyes everywhere. Government, I hear you, bro. But you feel me though? But those are just a couple of tips where you could take from this message. It's just stay committed to your goals. Stay yeah. committed to you yeah. and only you. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Really hold yourself accountable, man. Like, so there's like, there's two different type of people that I noticed. Um, there's people like, for example, me and Jeezy, where we'll check up on other people, make sure they're doing their things, because it also helps us make sure that we're doing our things. Like, okay, Jeezy got her haircuts in today. She got her fitness in today. What am I doing? What am I doing? I'm slacking. Oh man, I didn't even drink a water yet, and it's already it's already noon. I didn't have no water. I didn't say she's over here editing the podcast and she's doing this and doing that. Oh, what what am I doing? What do I have to get lined up so with the next time we meet up, the next time we talk, the next time whatever. I'm set up. It's not just like, oh, it's a blank disc, mm -hmm. you know? And then there's the other hand where, for example, it's like my cousin. Um, she, in a way, is a social butterfly, but she's also very, very introverted. So a lot of her accountability comes from scheduling. So she routines herself. She has, she has a notebook she'll write in, oh, you know, from a 30 minute increment from here to there, this needs to get done. Next time this needs to get done. She uses her calendar a lot on her phone. She uses Google Calendar. She uses uh, like reminders. Her alarm will go off all the time. Just like, oh, you know, it's time for me to go eat. Oh, it's time for me to go uh, take a sip of water. It's time for me to go make a phone call to establish this meeting that we're going to have at 7 p.m. She does all those things. So 
just because me and Jeezy are checking up on each other doesn't mean you have to check up on your people to make sure you're accountable. Maybe your thing is really just sol uh, solidifying yourself into creating a routine for yourself with reminders and alerts and using a calendar and jotting down a journal, whatever the case is, whatever floats your boat. If it works for you, go for it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, man, that concludes to another episode of the Show Pal Menu Season 2. Episode 2, we got this shit going, running, and we flying. Kaka! <laughs> you know what it is, man. So, any last words? Nah, I just hope you guys stay committed because you know what? 2021 is your year and so is ours. Let's get it! Fuck yeah, fuck you! Woo! <laughs>